This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. This is Keandra Smith, and on September 6th, we had Sean McDaniel, who is the general manager for both the Indian Head Casino and the Plateau Travel Plaza, coming for an interview. In this discussion, Sean talks about how the COVID-19 pandemic impacted both establishments and how they have undergone the obstacles that the pandemic caused. This is Sean McDaniel. I'm the general manager for Indian Head Casino and Plateau Travel Plaza. Really an update from the last meeting. There was a lot of people at the last meetings and I told, I, we talked about what my goals were to open the casino seven days and, and, and also to increase the participation payment that we, that we give the tribe if possible once we could get open seven days. So that was the first thing we talked about at the district meetings, these latest ones, was I was able to open the casino January 1st, seven days a week. And so we're back open again, 1 p.m. during the week or 2 a.m on the weekends and so that was a big push because it had been closed basically for two years almost for you know a couple days a week it was pretty uh, extraordinary it's like the pandemic like it would hit us really hard and so it was getting over that the you know a lot of our staff left the area and a lot of warm springs tribals members left the area and so getting everybody back i'm happy to say that we're making huge strides in that so most all the areas are full now we've increased wages three times since i've been here like i promised that was another thing that membership asked is a go, you know, the wages are lower. So we've been able to increase the wages at least three times since I've been here. And that's helped hire people and get us open seven days. The, you know, the other thing was the, it was our participation payment that we pay the tribe. Uh, We had to do, we were originally sponsoring 1.5 million. In the past, it's always been 1.8, but because we've been closed, it's only 1.5. I I told the membership that I would try to increase that. And if, you know, we got open, we were able to do that. We gave the uh, council their first payment, half of the payment, just uh, a couple months ago or a month ago. And so we've been able to make that commitment and go to $1.8 million instead of 1.5, which is what the tribe has expected in the past. So that was kind of a nice addition that we've been able to do as well. Things are going well. The restaurants is one of the big things. We ended up, we tried to open all the restaurants like we had promised. Unfortunately, though, we were, because of short staffing, we weren't able to do them properly. So we didn't want to open them halfway and have poor service. So Cottonwood, Thule Grills are most popular. So we ended up opening that seven days a week. That's our primary and making sure that's open all the time. Cottonwood is just on Friday, Saturdays, and we do a pretty extraordinary buffet if people haven't been out there to experience it. The, most of the casino, you know, casinos, the food and beverage department loses money. It's more like an attraction. It's for uh, players and stuff like that. Here, fortunately, it's like, uh, it's it's a little different. Cottonwood is profitable. It's more profitable when it's open. But even though Thule Grill, though, has taken up that space because Thule Grill being open all the time and available, it's like it's actually made as much money as Cottonwood and Plateau Travel Plaza. So we've exceeded the revenues for all three restaurants just through Thule Grill. So Cottonwood, when it's open fully, we should expect even more revenue from that, you know, and making up any of the difference. But it's kind of nice to see that uh, we budgeted for a certain amount. And that's why we were able to increase the dividend, even though Cottonwood isn't open as much as I was hoping it to be. We're still able to, with the extra money we made in Thule, by having it open all the time, it's surpassed even the projections that we made for that. But I know that the membership has called. I talked to a lot of the elders saying, hey, please get Cottonwood opened up full-time. And that's what we're working on. That's a, a gathering place that people come to meet. And so that's our goal. Hopefully within the next couple months, we're hiring pretty good now that we'll be able to have Cottonwood open. Three TPs are Plateau Travel Plaza. That restaurant, we're open seven days a week. We've been hit pretty hard with, with some staffing challenges, but we're able to still try to keep that one open. Hopefully both the Cottonwood and PTP will be open seven days a week all the time here in a short in the future.
in regards to the recent concerts that were held at the Indian Head Casino. Sean talks about the demographics that the concerts bring in and what future events might look like in the near future. We got a lot of stuff coming up. The people who play at the casino and membership are really going to like the concert series. That was the first concert. They've had tribute bands, but they haven't had really concerts since Kanita. And so we got a lot of fanfare from that. Great White and Slaughter. That was huge. It's like we had about 800 people attend that concert. And so that was the largest event that Indian Heads has had, you know, since it's been open. And then Randy Hauser, that one was another big country western concert. That was a thousand people attended that, almost 1,200. And so those two were really popular. We learned a lot. So the first concert, we learned how to stage people, where they're going to be at, what's great for the guests and ease of access. And then I think Randy, that concert went really, really well. So we're planning now for next year and, and possibly doing something with the Madras Air Show at PTP. But just for the casino, having at least two or three concerts, uh, we've been looking at Foreigner, the real band Foreigner Sticks, Pat Benatar, Joan Jett for like the rock. And then I'm not as familiar with country music, but it's like there's quite a few country. We were looking at like Reva McIntyre yeah, and stuff like that. She was going to play this time around, but she ended up going to the fair instead. So there's quite a few big country music hitters out there that would play. And so we'll do maybe two country music events, maybe, you know, even with some blues or something like that, and then do one rock and roll. You know, we did surveys, people did comment cards. I was surprised about 65% of the participants came from Redmond and Bend, which I was really shocked because I thought it'd be more local area coming up. And uh, it's just for one day because there's no hotel yet. So they, there's no, you know, they have to stay in town or go home. But the turnout was really, really good. Ticket sales went really, really well. We didn't discount. We're not going to discount the tickets. In the past, they did a lot of discounting of tickets and stuff like that. And so we need to, you know, make money in order to break even at least on these concerts. So I think that the first one was kind of a shocker because I think people waited to see if the free tickets were coming. <laughs> and it's like, and we, we didn't want to do that just because, it, you know, it's 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 to make money for the tribe. This discussion is in regards to the update and what's going on at the plateau and what patrons might expect to see in the future. We're right now working on, if you've seen a lot of it, is rebranding that and redoing the, the layout in that area because it's pretty bad layout kind of the way it's kind of trans because it's kind of grown so quickly that it's just been added on and added on and added on. And it's like, but it's kind of hard to find coffee stations and stuff like that. So we're looking at, you know, redoing that, adding some more slot machines to increase more revenue for the tribe. So looking at adding some additional machines uh, and working on that area, making it a little bit larger so that we can get more machines in there. So the those are all things that, you know, that we're, we're working on, the, the food products, having a really good deli there. And also the we've heard a lot about our current buffet, but we want to do a seated menu stuff for Brightwood and for, you know, and, and for people just want to have lunch there and breakfast. And so those will be coming out like for the holidays in the next few months. Central Oregon, you have been, Redmond is, is the largest portion of the, the visitor, but we do get quite a few visitors from that uh, would go to Ilani or, or one of the other casinos in Washington come through here because of all the beautiful full, you know, scenery and, and they visit here. So it's it's not a huge portion, but it's about 20% of our business that comes from the Portland market, which is pretty amazing. That's all really good business. And they, but they come here for vacation, you know, the water, you know, the fishing and, uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a stop off. So we know, you know, we're able to know where people game and where they eat. So they, they will stop there on their way to Indian Head Casino. So they'll stop, gas up and play, and then they'll go to Indian Head Casino and they'll eat and they'll play. And then they'll go back home a lot of times they're when they leave the casino at Indian Head they go to the other casino at Plateau and they stop off there so and in inclement weather like in the winter time it's a lot of our regulars they can't make it to the casino so they'll play there because it's a lot of the same you know promotions and
and stuff are available at Plateau that are also at the at the casino, which is the way it should be. And so it's it's kind of a dual utilization. They don't really steal from each other as far as you know patrons. It's like they both make really good revenue, and uh, and so I think that it's just been allowable, especially in the wintertime when it's cold out and stuff, and the roads are bad. People in town will stay closer. People that are in Warm Springs goes to they go to Indie Head because it's closer. So the majority of uh, our business is from you know uh, the the local market and stuff getting gas because our gas prices are really, really good. Um, our trucker market hasn't been extensive, but that's part of what we're working on. Uh, there's there's certain things that the truckers are looking for for discounts for when they are part of a, you know, a, a whole conglomerate. And so what we're doing is working to get that discount that's available to them uh, so that they can go here and to our facility instead of Love's. Because right right now we don't offer the, the full services at all the other gas stations. And that's pretty normal for a new station. It's like to get on to that uh, fleet discount it takes a little bit so we've already applied for that and uh, we are approved and so they'll be able to do their you know which doesn't affect our revenues at all it's a discount that's given by the gas company that uh, we provides us the gas it has nothing to do with any of our profit margins or anything but it's part of their fleets and so that way you can get you know some of the bigger you know trucking firms to come through and uh, it was thought that you know they could do it but they'd have to go inside and they have to go through a bunch of rigmarole in order to do to get their discount and it's just not usually worth it to them. And so uh, when we learned that, that's why we started to go after a true fleet discount so that uh, the truckers, and we'll advertise that, but they pretty much tell each other because their main offices know if they're on route, we're, you know, we have the most to offer. So we're looking at that's going to be offer, you know, uh, quite a bit more, you know, revenue to the, to the store just by being able to do that. It's like, uh, you know, because we're making it, you know, a lot of the, it's all discounts and it could be like two or three cents a gallon, but it's a big deal when you're filling up 300, 600 gallons of fuel. So it's like, uh, I think that, you know, we'll be able to, you know, the direct routing is 90% of our business, but it's like people are still forced to go a certain way, especially with inclement weather and stuff like that. The roads are shut down and, they, you know, and they're, and it was just very convenient for the truckers once they get to Plateau Travel Plaza, getting in and out it's a lot easier than the competition or anything else that's out there there's a lot of room there and they stay overnight as well sean talks to us about the future plans that the casino has in store for future patrons he talks about the recent updates that have happened and also future plans for the establishment from Tully girl to the triple sevens lounge sean explains it all Triple sevens, that's going to be smoking area. Once we get the ventilation fixed, it's like in that area. So now the, the smokers have to go to that little smoke shack on the side and it's cold and, you know, not air conditioned. So there'll be able to be about 21 slot machines in there and that'll be the the, the smoking room. Uh, the bar, we're going to move into Thule. So we've already done some of that, but there'll be a, an option to, ex- we're expanding the bar. So there'll be a seat up bar right at Thule Grill. It's like uh, so that people can sit there and uh, have a better experience than being shut into a room and away from all the, the, the crowd. But then smokers then won't have to go outside any longer. They can actually smoke and play some of their favorite slot machines in there. It won't be a huge selection, but it'll be a whole lot better than have them having to go outside and smoke and then come back in again. We're doing a lot of upgrades to the inside of the casino. One of the big things is power. So we're looking at fixing the power problems that we have. Being, you know, shut down, you know, when the power goes out, that people may not be 
everywhere, but the generator is not big enough to run the AC and everything. It just runs the slot machines. And so uh, the slot machines will overheat after about a couple hours. And so when the power is off for a while, we end up having to have people leave because we have to shut the machines off. And it's just an inconvenience. So we are aware of that. We're working on that. We almost got the HVAC done, the, 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 the cooling and the heating. That's always been a problem. And so we've had the fans on the floor to help cool. So we're, we're almost 99% done with that. And then uh, they'll be able to take the fans off the floor. We'll be able to keep the place cool and warm in the wintertime uh, like it should be. Uh, that was a, a big push. We have new kiosks that just went on the floor the other day. They allow you to do basically all the functions that the other kiosks did, except that you could do cash advances and stuff like that. Once you get your information in and you want to do a check or something, you no longer have to keep going to the cage and stand in line. You, once your information is there, you can go right to the kiosk and conduct all your transactions on the kiosk and not have to go back and get your money from the cage any longer. So that'll be nice. We're going to get new card machines here in the future that you could, if you lose your card, you could just get it reprinted without having to go to the Players Club. Making things just convenient for the guests. We're looking at Thule Grill offering, you know, better beer taps and stuff like that with local breweries and, and everything in there. So making it bigger because the seating there is small. And so uh, it'll encroach a little bit on the casino floor, but making that larger and, uh, you know, doing something with super cool beer lines and stuff like that so we can have, you know, the coldest beer around and that kind of stuff that, you know, to put some of the stuff like the Canada used to be known for back on the map again with the Indian Head Casino. A lot of stuff really going on, you know, and just trying to, new machines, you know, we had a, a, a over $160,000 jackpot the other night on our machines. So someone won, we've given away, I just, I just learned this information. I was wondering how much, you know, we've given out because we've done several big jackpots here and uh, and life-changing jackpots. But they said this year alone, we've done about almost $6 million in jackpots just uh, for to the guests. So that's good. That's stuff that the, the membership will see us advertising. It's like, as we should tell the public, we give away a lot of jackpots. <laughs> so, uh, and that's good. A lot of winners. Sean talks about his experience working with tribal members in his first year of working on the reservation. He also explains the future for the Indian Head Casino and what future patrons might get to see. And, you know, I've been here, this is my anniversary was this month. So I've been here a year and it's like, and what I, I, I love is the passion of the tribal members that work with me and just the passion and, and the, you know, and wanting to get things done and getting, you know, is, is something that's unusual. It's not just a paycheck and come to work and do your, you know, nine to five. It's uh, they truly, you know, most everybody that I've been involved with really cares, wants to do the right thing. And that's kind of neat. And then the community is so close by, you could see the results and you could see, you could actually help the community in other ways like you were saying you know whether it's a you know tribal it's an art auction or it's like the homeless we uh, contribute to the homeless shelter um, and helping with with that the school you know uh, job training so all these things that you can actually do that makes a difference that is pretty cool you don't you don't see that in corporate america and you don't get to do that a lot it's uh, and and it's not for PR or anything. It's just it's just something that should be done. So it's kind of cool. And we did it too because it may not be just job applicants, but people then can ask questions and it's like, and, and get information. It's just another way to give information so that the membership knows what we're doing and, and, and how, you know, what we're trying to make a difference. Yeah, it's like we've done, we had, 
we've hosted several events for the council and stuff like that for uh, you know special guests that are coming up from the state and everything. So we're we're getting to that ability now to be able to do a lot of that stuff. And so uh, well, that's an option. Waiting for council and stuff like that to get some final approvals. But yeah, the hotel is definitely something that we're considering and uh, and working pretty hard on. And I think that that's the most convenient having it close to the property, so that uh, you don't want people to have to think about things. You know, when they come down from their room to get a cup of coffee and they want to just spend a little bit of money. Uh, I've seen some of the plans where they had it separate and you'd have to walk across the parking lot and it's just the convenience sake is having it the casino right there and you can come right down from your room and see the casino and see the people playing out there and stuff like that is important bringing some of the shops because there's uh, some membership that sell in those shops yeah. still and so bringing them into a gift shop and stuff like that and making it easier for them so that they don't have to staff it we would staff it that way we can keep it open seven days a week you know and you know and uh, hours but then they can just put their wares in there and uh, and sell stuff because a lot of it they do online a lot of it's name recognition and stuff like that and making it part of the players club so they could buy with points and uh, sharing that because a lot of the guests are interested in some of the wares and stuff like that that the tribal members do. So it would give us opportunity to do that. So yeah, building it into the lobby was is part of the plan, as well as an event center or some kind of venue for bingo and stuff. Membership has as, as requested some you know additional amenities. Looking at like compact stuff, you know, uh, additional gaming. So craps, roulette, membership, and guests have requested, say, why don't we have more table games and different offerings? So that's all in the works right now and looking at that. With the growing changes, there'll be some hurdles because we won't do everything right and we're going to have to tweak things but it'll you know but i think we're going in the right direction and that was sean mcdaniel general manager for both the indian head casino and the plateau travel plaza talking about his first year working on the warm springs reservation and what his plans are for the future of the indian head casino this is the warm springs program on 91.9 fm kwso